We begin the third Patek of Mesech Tainus, towards the bottom of Daf Yudchesam with base. The order of the tiniest that were mentioned before in the Prokim. This is when it doesn't rain, so you start fasting first. Uh, the Yechidim fast, and then everyone fasts. And we had this daughter of the different fasts, 3, 3, and 7. That said, regarding the first rain, and that comes in the season, and it did not rain. So here, you have all these different uh, times that you have to wait until you make one person, you make the Yechidim fast, and everyone else fasts, and so on. But if you have the growth that came, and it, it's different, it's not growing the way it should be, it's not growing usual. So then, immediately, you scream out to the Eibishter to help them with this situation. So you don't have to wait for all these different Zdarim, but right away they scream out to the Eibishter for what happened. And there's another situation also where they have to scream out right away. If between one rain and the next rain, so there's, a, there's a break of 40 days, so then also they have to scream out right away to the Eibishter. Because this is a Makke that is a drought. If you have such a big break between the rain in the beginning of the season and the next rain, so what happens? Everything that's growing is going to dry up. So this is a drought. If the rain came down in a way that it's good for the vegetables, but there's no rain that was good for trees. There's rain for trees, but there's no good rain that's good for vegetables. Or even if you have rain that's good for the tzmachim, good for vegetables, for the gardens, but not, and, and, and for the trees as well. But you don't have enough rainwater that's needed to fill the pits and so on, the caves, to have water for drinking water. You have to immediately scream out to the Eibishter because you need drinking water. similar if there's one city that it did not rain there, even though there's another city that it did, the Chsiv, Vimtart, Yala Ir Achas, Abisha says there'll be rain in one city, but Val Ir Achas, Lo Yamter, Chelka, Chelka Achas Tamter, one place there will be rain and one place there won't be rain. So then, Isa Ir Misanu Masras, that city where it did not rain is going to fast, and Masras is going to scream out and blow Shafer immediately. The other cities that are around that city, they also should be fasting, but they don't have to scream out or blow shayfer. In other words, the fast by them is not so stringent. We had before in the Gemara, there are two levels of fast. There are the first fasts where you, you fast, but they don't have the whole thing of blowing the shayfer and the extra psukim and shmei nesra. And then you have when you fast, and you have the extra psukim and shmei nesra and blowing shayfer. So here, there's a difference between these cities. So Rashi explains, even those cities where it did rain, but if they are near other cities where it did not rain, so what's going to happen? The people of those cities are going to have to come to these cities to get food. So there's going to be a shortage of food, not only in the cities where it did not rain, even in the cities where it did rain, there's also going to be a shortage of food. So they also have to fast, although they're not fasting with the same stringency. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says, those cities where it did rain, and they're near other cities that it did not rain, they will blow shayfer, and scream out to the Eibishter, but they do not have to fast. Interesting Machlaikis, the Ran here explains that the basis of this Machlaikis is regarding these cities that it did rain, whether they should fast without blowing Shafer or they should blow Shafer without fasting. They're arguing whether you compare it to Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur. If you're going to compare it to Rosh Hashanah, so then Rosh Hashanah you blow Shafer and you don't fast. Or you compare it to Yom Kippur where you fast and you don't blow Shafer. 
V'chein and similar ir sheyeshba dever, a city that has a plague, people are dying. Or there's a big hurricane and the walls of the houses are collapsing. So that city where this takes place, they have to fast and blow shofar. In other words, they're fasting a stringent fast. The other cities that are around this area, they only fast and they don't have to blow shofar. Rabbi Kiva, as we said before, the same thing. Rabbi Kiva says the reverse. They blow shofar and they don't fast. Now the Mishnah explains, Ezehu Dever, what is considered to be a plague when people are dying? Ir Ragli, a city that there are 500 people coming out of this city. So the Lashon of this Mishnah, so according to some of Farshim, because it says a city that people, 500 people are coming out of it, it's not including the older people or the children, it means the adults that are walking around in the city. So there's 500 people, and the Yatza Mimena, Gimel Mason, Gimel Yomim. Three people passed away in the span of three days, Zeh one after the other, that's considered to be a Dever. That means that there's a plague. And then you have to fast. Areze Dever. Pachas Mikan, if it's less than this, the people that died, ain't a Dever. Then it's not yet a plague. Al Elu, regarding the following things, Masriin, Bechol, Mokim. Wherever you are, you have to scream out today, Bishter. And what are they? In other words, the point is, these are things, even if they're not in your location, even if it's far away, but these are type of things that can travel from one place to another, and they could affect even your area. So even if it's not by you yet, but you should scream out today, Bishter. Allah when there's a big hurricane, and it's, it's, it's uh, knocking out all the uh, grain in the field. So even if it's in a different location, you still should come and scream. Rashi even gives an example, Aspamya. If, the, if this happens in Aspamya, which is a, a faraway place, and the Yidin then were in Bovel, so still they should scream out today, Bishter. Vala Yirokin. Yirokin is something that brings a certain sickness of Achoyli, uh, Rashi says. I think in English it's translated as jaundice, right? So Vala Arbe, or these grasshoppers, Vala Chsil, locusts that are attacking the fields. So even if it's not in your area, Vala if there's wild beasts that are coming and attacking people, Vala or if there's also uh, armies that are going from one place to another and they're killing people. So even if it didn't arrive in your area, you should still daven and fast today, Bishta, for this. Or, and scream out today, Bishta. The Mishnah brings an incident. That the elders came down from Yerushalayim to their cities in Eretz Yisrael. And they decreed to fast. There was this hurricane in Ashkelon, and it was not a very big hurricane. All that hurricane did was, it knocked out in the field, a small area in the grain of the field, as big as the opening of an oven. Gemara will explain more specifically what this expression means. But the point is, that it was a very small little hurricane, and it affected a very little area over there in Ashkelon. And because of that, they were geyser to fast in other areas in Eretz Yisrael. Because this is something that could spread from one place to another. Void, another incident, Gozru Tainus, they decreed to fast. There was a, a, a case that happened that two wolves came and ate up two kids. And even though it was on the other side of the Yardin, outside of Eretz Yisrael, but because this is something that could, they can come and it can into Eretz Yisrael, they, they will go to fast. That even less than that happened. It's not because they ate these little children. They saw these wolves that are so dangerous, for that itself, they already decreed a fast. Now usually everything we learned until now is benigeya to fasting, or blowing shoifer, or davening for all these that terrible things that could happen during the week. But here there are other things that even on Shabbos, you have to daven today. Regarding 
Yeah, yeah. Regarding the following things, you have to scream out today. Rashi clarifies, we had it in the Gemara before. Usually Masriyan means to blow Shafer. But here, Masriyan does not mean Shafer because it's Shabbos. Masriyan means to daven, to say the Nusach of Anenu that we usually say in Slichas. A city that was encircled by Goyim. Or or a river that's going, that's overflowing and could flood a city. And a a boat that's in the middle of the water that is in the waves and it could sink. Rabbi Yaisi says, regarding what we just said, that you scream out on Shabbos, this is only if it's Le'ezra. This is only if it's to get people's attention to come and help the situation. But not to scream out today, on Shabbos for this. Even regarding a dever, even regarding a plague, you don't, uh, that on Shabbos, you, you scream out on Shabbos even for a plague. However, the Chachamim did not agree to him that for a plague, you fast or you daven or you scream out during the week, but not on Shabbos. Mm-hmm. This is for Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi made the chilek between Le'ezra, right? But when uh, I don't think he's talking about Le'ezra. It means Le'tzaike, to daven to the Ebishter for the dever that happened and that. Chacham weren't made it that you daven for this on Shabbos. Al kol tzara, what did we say? No, that's the lashon that we always say in the Misha Berech on Shabbos, that Shabbos uh, imilizak, krufua kreva love, that Shabbos is not a time where we scream out when we daven for the Ebishter, these things, and the Shabbos itself will bring the refuah. Because right, we pass in like the uh, Chachamim or Bechlal, that uh, there's only a few things that is so extreme that you have to daven for it even on Shabbos. Al kol tzara shalei tovei ala tzibor, on any tzara that should not come on the tzibor, masriyen aleyen, so you scream out to the Ebishter or you blow shayfa for it, Besides, if there's too much rain, and what Rashi explains is, when it rains a day after day, and people are getting very annoyed, it's, it's hard for them to travel, but you don't have for the Ebishet to stop the rain, because rain is a good thing, it's a simen bracha. Unless, Rashi says, if you have so much rain that the fields are getting swamped, and the tvua, the grain in the field, are getting destroyed, so then even for too much rain you do fast, or you do have to scream out to the Ebishet. But not if it's down that our people are, are, are having a hard time with the rain because of, of traveling. Maisa. Now here there was a story. This is the famous story of Chayni Amagal. Amagal. They said to Chayni Amagal, and he had this name Maagal, which literally means to make a circle, because of the following story here. His palal sheyarduk shamim that he daven for the rain. He, they came to him. They told to Chayni Amagal, come and daven for rain. So he said to the people, Tzu'u, go out, bring in those ovens that are out in the courtyard, and they're made from earthenware, and they were moved around, and they were kept outside. These were for Pesach, like the Pesach ovens, and they were kept outside. So he told them, bring it in, so it shouldn't dissolve in the rain. In other words, he was so sure that David is going to listen to him, so he says, you're asking me for daven for rain, so take in the objects that you don't want to get ruined by the rain. And so his palal, Chaniyah Magal Davin, Velo Yordu and the rain didn't come down. Ma'asa, so what did he do? Og, Uga, he made a circle in the, in the ground, and Va'amad Besaycha, and he stood inside the circle. Va'amad Lefanev, he says today, Bishtaribayni Shalayla, master of the universe. Va'necha, Somu Pneya Malai, your children put their faces, they're looking at me. Shani, Kibembayis Lefanecha, I'm like a child that is comfortable in the home, in his home, like by, by the Abishtar. Nishpani, I swear to you, Bishmech on your name, Bishmech in your great name. Sheini Zaz Mikan, I'm not moving out of the circle. 
Until you'll have mercy on your children. So it began coming this down, drops of rain. But menatfin, just drops. Omar, he said, No, this is not what I asked for. I asked for enough rain that it should fill all the, the, the pits and everything that the stores, the rain for drinking water. You need a lot of rain for that. His chilu laid it bizaf. The rain came down as a mamish, a storm of rain, and it, it washed everything away. So the tremendous rain, too strong. Omar again, he said, This is not what I asked for. A rain that should come down with a proper, the will of the Ebishter, a proper bracha and a dove that comes appropriate and proportionate. And the rain came down properly, ah, and it was raining for such a long period of time. That Eden living in Yerushalayim had to leave the lower areas and they went up to a higher mountain to the area of Harabayas because of the rain. They came and they said, Just like you davened for the rain to come down, and it came down so much rain consistently, and we have to go to higher ground. Daven also to take away the rain. So the Amalahem, he says to them, that no, I'm not going to daven so quickly to stop the rain. Go out and see Im Nimchis Even Hatoyin. Even Atayin is this rock that was a high rock that they would stand on it to call out for people that had lost uh, a lot of uh, objects and you want to call out a Metziah, they would stand on this rock. So literally the translation of Nimchis Even Atayin means go see if this Even Atayin dissolved. But Rashi says, not here in another place, Rashi says it doesn't literally mean dissolved, but he said go out and see whether it was covered over. Okay, so in other words, this is like we said before, when it comes to too much rain, even if people are getting annoyed by it and it's even flooding, you don't stop rain. Rain is Gishmei Bracha, unless it's Mamash flooding the fields. So therefore he didn't want to daven to stop the rain. This is the story of, yeah, this is the end of Tzadik Ezek, Kaddish Baruch But over here though, you did a tremendous mile of Chayni Amagal, how he could do this, and he's called a Ben Bayis by the Eibishter. But here though, it came with a lot of effort. It came down one day in one way, and now another way. But Abshim Ben Choy, he says it, and the rain comes down immediately without any effort. Okay, but nevertheless, of course, this is a tremendous darga. You see a yid that what the true koyach of a yid is to daven to the eibushter. There is like a ben bias by the eibushter. Everyone spoke about the story Bariches, that uh, you see here the koyach of a yid and bemis. Every yid has this koyach of chayni amagel to daven to the eibushter. Shalach loy shimim ben shatach. Shimim ben shatach sent to chayni amagel to tell him as follows: El male chayni yata. If not for the fact that you are who you are, you are chayni. Gezrani alecha nidi. I would decree upon you a nidi, some kind of a uh, excommunication, because of the way you speak to the Eibushter. He spoke in such strong terms to the Eibushter. What could I do to you? That you could come and push the Eibushter. You can be like a nudnik. You can come and daven to the Eibushter in this way. The Eibushter does the, your will. Like a child that's nudging a father. And the father fulfills his will. Regarding you, the Pasik says, that your father and mother are happy with you, and the ones that gave birth to you are joyous with you. So the Eibishter is happy with you, and the way he speaks to the Eibishter, this is a unique darga connection that Chayni Amagel had with the Eibishter, and he spoke this way. Zog the Mishnah Vaiter. This is the story, yeah. Zog the Mishnah If they were fasting for rain, and then rain came down, they were answered. And when did the rain come down? Even before nets, they started fasting from Aloysa Shachar. But already by nets, the rain came down. 
Lo yashlimu. So they don't have to continue fasting. But if the rain came down already after nets, so they were continuing to fast after the nets, yashlimu. Once you fasted already a part of the day, you should continue fasting. Rabbi says, If the rain came down before Chatzais, which for many people that's the time when they eat a proper meal during Chatzais time, so if before Chatzais it already came down the rain, so then they don't have to continue fasting, you could have your meal at Chatzais. If they can continue fasting after Chatzais, then they have to finish the fast of the day. Mai says that once happened, they decreed a fast in Lod, and it began raining before Chatzais. Amalem Rab Tarfin, so Rab Tarfin said to the Yidin, Su, go out, ve'ichlu, v'shesu, and eat and drink, v'asu yamtif, and make it into a yamtif, and v'yotsu, they went out, v'ochlu, v'shosu, v'asu yamtif, and Bob ben Arbaim, when it came in the afternoon, v'koru halalagodl, and they read halalagodl, they came to praise the Ebrishter for the fact that they were answered so quickly for the rain. So the Gemara said there, so God now going back to the beginning of the Mishnah. What did it say? The Lashon of the beginning of the Mishnah was, Say there, tiny Yisraelu, the order that we said regarding the fasts, that we learned earlier in the Mesechta, Ha'amor b'revir Rishayna, which is said regarding the first rain, in the beginning of the season. That was the Lashon of the Mishnah here. So the Gemara now brings in a Braise where it seems to say different. Vera mini, I'll ask you from what it says in the Braise, Revia Rishayna Ushniya, the time for the first rain, and then the second rain, so this is uh, whether it's, uh, we had before in the Gemara, I think it was Gimel Cheshvin or Zayin Cheshvin and so on. So that's the time for Lisha. When you begin asking, you begin saying the same Talamata, you don't fast then. And Shlishis, when it comes to the third time, which is Yud Zayin Cheshvin, and it still didn't rain, then Lishanis. Then you start fasting. So the question is, in our mission, it seems to be saying that the Seder of these fasts, Ha'amu B'Revir Rishayna, you start fasting at the very first time, which would seem Gimel Cheshvin, right at the beginning. Over here in the Braisa, though, it says that you wait until you die in Cheshvan. So what's, what's going on? Omer Rav Yudah, Rav Yudah says it's really one and the same thing. Hachi Ka'amar, the meaning of yours is as follows. Seder tiniest Ha'amar. The Seder of the tiniest that we said in the first season, the beginning of the season of rain. Emesai, when is this? Bisman Ushlishis. When in the early rain, so the first period, the second period, and the third period of the early rain did not come, and it did not rain, so then you have to fast. In other words, what the Gemara is saying is, generally there are two, there are two uh, seasons, for the, there are two times for the rain. The beginning of the season, the beginning of the winter, which is Cheshvin time, and then the end of the season, which is Nisan time. This is what's called Yaira and Malkush, as if you remember, we learned earlier in the Gemara, the early rain and the late rain. But now, even in the rain, in the beginning of the season, which is called Yaira, it, there, there's still different time periods for that rain. It's not just one rain at the beginning of the season, and that's all. There's Gimel Cheshvin, Zayin Cheshvin, Yud Zayin Cheshvin, there are three, three different time periods for the rain in the beginning of the season. So when it's said over here in our Mishnah, Riviya Rishayna, it means regarding the rain in the beginning of the winter, and there, in that season of rain, there are three times of, of Gimel Cheshvin, Zayin Cheshvin, and Yud Zayin Cheshvin. So when do you begin fasting? Only when you come to the third period of the early rain. Aval Yardu. So this is, so therefore what it said in the Braise, and what it said in the Mishnah, is not a contradiction. In the early rain itself, there are three periods, and you don't begin fasting until the last period of this early rain. Now the Braista continues, If the rain came down right in the beginning, but Vizaru, and they planted even though it rained, but it didn't grow. It grew, but it grew different than usual. The produce that's growing is not the way it usually grows properly. 
So then Masri and Alein Miyad. Then they have to daven and scream out to the Ebishter right away because if, it's, if, if there's an issue with the rain, so then that's, you have to wait to see if the rain is still going to come. But if it's not growing at all, even though it rained, or it's growing unusual, so then you have to, there's something wrong here, you have to daven right away. That the Ebishter should help it grow properly. This is only if the produce that's growing is growing in an unusual manner. If the produce that grew dried up, so then, so then you don't scream out to the Ebishter. And as she says, the reason is because once the produce that grew totally dried up, so then davening is like davening in vain. For this produce that dried up, it's not going to... It's not going to come to life anymore. It's, that's it. It's too late. It dried up. So for that, there's no point in screaming out to the Ebishter. But if it's Nishtanu, if it's not growing properly, so then you can daven that the Ebishter should help, that it should, that it should improve, that it should grow properly. For that, the, the, the davening will help. So the mother asks him this, Pshita, isn't this obvious? Nishtanu Tnan. In our Mishnah, it clearly said that if it changed, if it's not growing usually, then you daven and scream out to the Ebishter. So the Gemara answers, like the Chiddush of Rav Nachman was the Akun. The Akun means that even after it dried up, there were stalks of wheat that grew out, that came out. So the Tema, I would think, Aknese Milsihi, that because there are stalks that grew, that's something that's enough of significance that you can daven for this. That you can daven that the Ebishter should make these stalks grow properly, and therefore you should daven. And it's not a Tfilah Shav, it's not a Tfilah in vain. Kamash Malan, that once it dried up, even if you have these stalks of Tfua here, it's, not, it's already too late in the season, it's not going to help, and there's no, no reason to daven for this anymore. So if there's a, a break in the rain, 40 day of a break between the rain, so then this is a drought, and therefore you should daven right away. My Makas Betzaitis, what does Makas Betzaitis mean, a Makah of a drought? When you have a Makah, something that will lead to a drought, even if it's not yet a drought, but the fact there's an interruption of rain for such a long time, it leads to a drought. Omer Rav Nachman, so Rav Nachman said as follows, another way how to measure what's considered to be a drought. Nare anare, if with a river, and here Rashi has two pshatim for this, one pshat Rashi says is, if there's no food in your area, and you have to bring the food from another area over a river, so then that's considered to be batsurta, that's a drought, that's one pshat Rashi says. Another pshat Rashi says is, that if you have a river that dried up, so therefore you can't bring the food from this river, but you're going to have to bring it from another river to this area, to this river. So that's why it says a double, a nada, a nada, because one river dried up. So then that's, that's considered to be a drought. Medinta a medinta kafna. If you have to bring the food from one country to another country, it's not enough to go through a river, but you have to travel a long distance. And Rashi here brings you going on the donkeys from one place to another, from one country to another, then kafna. This is considered to be mamisha, a hunger, a famine. This is more than just a drought. Bamar Abchanine, and Abchanine said, If you can buy a sa'ah of grain for a sela, which is very expensive, but a shechicha, but it's, it's, you have, you have what to buy, there is what to buy. Even though it's very expensive, but it's available. Batsurta, so that's considered to be a drought, but it's not, mamish a famine, it's not so uh, difficult as a kafna, as a, as a, as a famine. If you can buy for cheaper, you can buy four, four sa'ah of grain with one sela, but but people don't have money. It's, it's, you, can't, uh, you can't buy, even if it's cheaper, but the, the people can't buy. Kafna, that's considered to be a, a hunger or a famine, which is something that you have to immediately scream out to the Ebishter. 
Amar Rabbi Yechen answers, Rabbi Yechen explains, Loishanu el bizman shamois bizoil. When he said before that even though the price is expensive, but nevertheless it's available to buy, so what this means is when the money is cheap, in other words, people have work and people have money. So even though it's very expensive, but nevertheless, people have money in their hands. Even though the produce is very expensive, so that's considered to be a Bartsurta. If the, the money is very hard to come by, if the money is very expensive, so to speak, if people don't have money, even if the produce is cheap, but people don't have money, so for that you have to scream out and daven right away, because it doesn't matter that it's cheap, people don't have money. Omer Rabbi Yechen, Rabbi Yechen said, Nahirna, I remember, Kadhavu Kaime, Dalit Sa'am Besela. I remember when the price was relatively cheap, you can buy four Sa'ah for one Sela. And there was many people that were, their bodies were swollen from the hunger because they didn't have midlas eser, because they didn't have the coins, they didn't have money to buy the produce, even if it was cheap, but people had no money. So that's considered to be a kafna, a, a, a real hunger, a famine that you have to scream out today, Bishar, right away. So we said in the Mishnah, if the rain came down, that's good for the gardens, it's good for the vegetables, but not for the trees. And then it said for the trees, and that's what the Gemara will explain all these different types of rains here. We had this before also in the Gemara. Now, we understand what it means that it rains and it's good for the gardens, and not for the trees. So that what that means is the Osis Niche, we have a lighter rain that's good for the gardens, you don't have a stronger rain that's good for the tree. A rain that's good for the trees and not for the gardens. The Asias Razia, when you have a stronger rain, but but you don't have a lighter rain that's good for the gardens. When you have a rain that is good for both of them. And you don't have a rain that's good to fill the pits with water. So what does this mean? The Asia Razia, Vinicha. But you have a lighter rain and you have a stronger rain. But miu tuvulayasya. However, not enough rain. You don't have enough of a rain to fill the pits with water. So all of that we understand. This is all what it explained in the Mishnah. However, this that it says in the Mishnah. We have enough rain that came down to fill all the pits and all the places of storage with water. But you don't have rain for the trees or for the gardens, for the vegetables. How can that be possible? If it came down so much rain, it should be enough rain for the trees and the vegetables. If you have a rain that it came with such a downpour, with such a force, so therefore it fills all the pits, it fills all the storages for water, but it's not good for the trees and it's not good for the gardens either. You scream out, you daven today, you blow shofar for the trees that are not growing Pesach. If it's before Pesach, if it comes uh, before Pesach and the trees still didn't grow, so you have to scream out today, Bishter. To have water to fill the, the pits and the storages for water. But the Bach takes out the word of When it comes before Sukkis and you need the water for your plants and for your animals, so you don't have water, so then you daven out today, Bishter. Valkulon, or the Bach takes out Valkulon, in any situation, if there's not enough drinking water, so that you have to scream out today, right away, you need water to drink. What does it mean right away that you scream out and you fast and you daven today? The follow the right away, that Monday, Thursday, and Monday, you fast and you blow shaifa right away. Valkulon, 
Regarding all these things that it says that you need them, so where do you daven, where do you fast? Only in their country, in their city, in their kingdom. When there is this sickness that's called Aschre, some kind of a sickness in the mouth. Do they have a name for it over there in the, the English? Aschre. Okay, some kind of a sickness that's in the mouth that could kill people or the throat. If this is something, such a sickness, that it actually causes people to die, so they have to fast to this and scream out to David for this. But if it doesn't cause people to die, you have to scream out for which is locusts. Even if you have just a little bit of it, because it's, it could, even just a little bit of it could come and damage a lot of fields. Says, Even grasshoppers. In other words, the Machlekes is, the Tanakhama says, grasshoppers is not this more of a usual thing and it's not so harmful. But Rabbi Shem says, even for grasshoppers, just a little bit, you have to fast and scream out to the Ebishter. With this, so we said that you fast and you scream to the Ebishter for the trees. That's regarding all the years of the Shemitah, in other words, the, the, the years not Shemitah, between the Shemitah, but then, because we're, anyone can eat from these trees, so, so therefore, you, you dive to Debesh where you don't have the fruits in the trees. And regarding the water that's needed to fill the storages of water, so that's something that's needed even in Shemitah time, right, for the trees, because it's Hefker and Shemitah, so therefore, even if it doesn't grow, you don't have to dive for it. Even in Shemitah, you have to daven and fast for the trees that are not growing. Because the poor people eat from these trees when they're hefker. Very similar, it says, That you daven and fast for the trees only in the other years, not Shemitah. And regarding the water to fill the pits, even in the year Shemitah. Even regarding trees, you have to daven, even in the Shemitah year. And this Braisa adds, also regarding the aftergrowth, which are things that grow in Shemitah on their own without you planting it. So if they didn't grow, you have to daven for this, because the poor people use it for their panasa even in the year of Shemitah. We learned from the day that the Bismillah was destroyed. The, the rain became Tzimukin, meaning it only comes down a little bit, it doesn't come down properly in the world. There is a year that you have a lot of rain in the year. And then you have a year that the rain comes down less. It doesn't come down all together at once, a lot at a time, but it comes down little by little. There's a rain there's a, of the year that it comes down in the beginning of the season in the right time. Then there's a year that it does not come down at the right time. Now the Bryce says, when you have the rain that comes down in the right time, what could this be compared to? A master that gives his servant the food that he needs on Sunday, the beginning of the week. So so he can prepare and give his dough and, and, and bake it properly in the right time. And he has what to eat all week properly. 
A year that the rain does not come down in the beginning of the season in the right time. What is this compared to? A master that gives his servant the food at the end of the week, right before Shabbos. So the, the, the dough is baked not properly. And it's also eaten not properly. It doesn't have enough time to prepare it. A year that you have a lot of rain that comes down at once. So, and the Lamao Daime, what is this compared to? A master that gives his, his servant all of his parnasa all at once. He gives him a lot at once in advance. So then, Nimsu So when you have a mill that is grinding the, uh, the kernels, so as Rashi explains, what the Gemara here is saying is, when you grind in a, in a, in a mill, there's always going to be parts that get stuck to the mill, to the stones that get left over there. But it doesn't matter what amount you're going to grind there. If you, if you grind a massive amount at once, or you grind a small amount at once, which the Gemara calls a core, massive amount, or a kav, even a small amount, the leftovers that's going to get stuck to the mill is always going to be the same. So therefore, there's a huge benefit in grinding a lot at once than grinding a little, a little at a time. Because every time you're gonna grind, there's gonna be a little bit left over there. And it's always the same amount that gets left over there. So therefore, if you grind a lot at once, it's a much bigger advantage than grinding for a kav, only a small amount at one time. So therefore, if the Abishri gives all the rain, a lot of rain at one time, it's a much bigger advantage than a little bit of rain, a little bit at a time. Because it's the same thing with rain. You always have, when it rains, there's a certain amount of rain that's not gonna get absorbed in the ground. A certain amount of rain that goes to waste. Right? So if the Abishri gives a little bit of rain at a time, then every single time it rains, there's that rain that goes to waste. Whereas if there's a lot of rain at once, so then that little rain that goes to waste, it's less, it's less rain that goes to waste. And also, similar marshal, when you have a, a big bowl that you're kneading your dough in it, there's always a little bit that's going to be stuck to the bowl. It doesn't matter how much dough you have inside the bowl, it's the same amount, it's always going to be stuck to the bowl. So it's, you'd rather do a big amount all at once than doing a small amount and making small doughs at a time because it's always the same amount that's stuck to the, to the bowl. So therefore, if you're doing more at once, you end up losing less. Therefore, that's the advantage of having a lot of rain that comes at one time. Okay. Dover um, Acher, another pshat over here, to explain what's a muscle for the rain that comes down a lot at once. If you have a lot of rain that all comes at once, what is this compared to? For a person that is mixing and creating cement. So if he has a lot of water, so his water is not going to end. And he could make his cement properly. If he has a little water, he's going to end up finishing his water. And he's not going to have, the cement is not going to be properly mixed because he doesn't have enough water for this. Okay, we'll stop over here. It's a continuation, the next time, it's a whole long story. Let's uh, continue.